Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. Wow, today, um, this morning when I awakened, I was reading my Bible as always, and it was talking about a God of second chances. And it just made me think of how many of us, and I don't mean biblically, I don't mean spiritually, I mean in your everyday walking life with other people, have a chance at a second life, especially is so prominent this day and age with social media. You know, if you were extremely unpopular at school, you can create a page and invite all these friends and be the coolest person ever. You know, gaming, people are gaming with people who can't see them. I still don't understand that, but you can actually play a video game with somebody across the world who can't see you and y'all can become best buds. You can video whatever it's called with several people who have no idea that you're a serial killer. You know, you, you have this opportunity to create a new persona, a new person, be a new creature in the face of other people. Now, here's the trick. Either A, you're changing to become a better person and people who already know you just don't trust it. You know, you you fool them before or they just not giving you an opportunity. Maybe you are genuine and you are trying to change. Maybe you were on drugs and you stopped doing drugs and it's been five, six years. You haven't touched a drug in all this time and not a drip, drip of alcohol, nothing. But people still want to remind you of where you used to be. Or they tell other people, oh, man, you got to be careful letting her in your house because, you know, she's a drug addict. You know, they, they just won't let you be this new great person. And, and this is your second chance to become the type of person people trust. They like, they want to be around. They, they can leave their wallet or purse around you. They can trust you with their kids or, or the keys to their home or whatever or whatever, but other people are holding you to what you used to be. So that second opportunity might have to come another way. Social media, you open a page, you don't invite any of those people. It's a private page. It's not public. And you meet a whole new world of people. Maybe you join a couple of the online clubs on social media and you're getting friends through that avenue. Maybe they're in your own town and you get to go out and you get to meet them and, and they become fast friends and you have a second chance at being this new person. You know, let, let me talk to some of the people who haven't done things right by other people. Maybe you were an abuser. Maybe you used to beat your significant other. You used to abuse your children and maybe you found God. Maybe you just found another way to live and, and you see the wrongs of your ways. You were raised that way, so that's all you knew. But now you know better. And it's been years, but people won't let you live it down. That's harder. I wasn't abused. You know, I wasn't, I never had a whipping. I've said that before. Um, I wasn't abused physically. And I can actually say I'm in that boat because I've said it before. My stepmother treated me, think of Cinderella, take that times five, and that was her treat, treatment towards me. And now as an adult, when I see her, I speak, but I keep it moving. 
I had to forgive her, but I'll never forget, so I'll never let her in my space. That's different, right? But you want to, and she never apologized. Let me throw that out there. Maybe if she apologized and was genuine and we talked about it, maybe it would be a different situation. But you know how it is. You go to apologize to people and you're sincere. You mean it from the bottom of your heart and they really don't forgive you. They don't forgive you. And they never let you live it down. And they'll tell other people, you get into a new relationship, be careful. So-and-so beats people. Go look at the police re reports. Go do this, go do that. And they systematically, on purpose, ruin relationships for you. And you keep trying to have the second chance, but people are pigeonholing you to what you used to be. You know, you got to maneuver. Maybe you got to sit that person down and from the bottom of your heart, apologize. Tell them what you did wrong. Don't, don't tell them what they've done wrong. Tell them what you did wrong. Apologize for your actions and be sincere with it. You never know how that could affect people. So often people apologize and in the midst of their apology, they want to tell you what you've done though or what pushed them to do that because of your actions and your this. And it becomes not an apology, but an excuse. There's such a big difference. I acted this way and I'm sorry I acted this way. But if you would have never done, if you would have never said, if you would have never went and it becomes an excuse and the apology is thrown out the window when it's negated by a but. Once you throw that but out there, the apology is gone. So apologize from your heart. Apologize from your soul. Do not turn it into a but and if and when, but just, I'm sorry. Please accept my apology. I was wrong. I should have never, but I did. And I apologize for that. You know, I, I spoke, I hope I already posted this podcast, but I spoke about how um, I had a friend who her, her husband used to beat her. And we tried to help her a couple of times, but then we would notice she would do things like throw stuff at him and belittle him and call him every name in the book, which would incite him and his, his temper would flare and he would put his hands on her. And then she would scream bloody murder and he would feel remorseful. She'd have a black eye, bust a lip, whatever. Um, she would call the police, he'd go to jail. And then after a couple of days, they're back together. She's in love. He's in love. And then he does something. She's calling him every name in the book, throwing stuff, breaking stuff, trying to hit him with things, uh, jumping on him. And then once again, he puts his hands on her. She calls the police. She got a black eye, busted lip. And it's such a vicious cycle. It's a crazy, crazy, insane cycle. But I've heard of that. I've heard of I've literally had a friend tell me she didn't feel love unless her mate put his hands on her and then she felt like he loved her. You know how crazy that sounds to me? But I don't know what she's been through in her life. But you know what? With the proper treatment and the proper help, 
from somebody outside of their relationship, they both could have a second chance, either with each other or with somebody else. But being stuck in that vicious cycle is horrific. If you have kids, they see it. And next thing you know, it's a generational curse. If you don't have kids, you could end up in the hospital, in prison doing longer time, or even worse. And y'all know what the even worse is. Take the ability to have a second chance seriously. Don't use those words. I've said this before. Don't use the words, oh, I'll always be like this. I've been like this all my life. I'm always going to be like this. You're speaking that into your life. You're speaking it into existence. It doesn't have to be like that. You are speaking a high rate of negativity into your own life and you're taking ownership of it like it's something to be proud of, like it's a badge of honor to be mean, to be rude, to be a thief, to be a liar, to do drugs, to be an alcoholic, to beat your mate because you've seen it, to beat your kids. It's been like this all my life. Ain't nothing gonna change. You're right. Nothing good is coming to you as long as you hold on to that and you speak it into your own existence. You know, I had a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. And I took advantage of each and every one of them. God only knows what chance I'm on now. But this chance is a wonderful chance. The word spoken to me Move to Florida, or not move to Florida, but move from here. You're going to meet your husband. You're going to walk into your purpose. All true. And I'm living that life now. The word spoken to me by somebody I greatly admire and love. You are unstable. Totally changed the way I was thinking and moving because nobody had ever been honest with me before. Everybody just talked about me behind my back, but nobody had, I, I don't even want to say the courage because most people in my family were are strong. They're strong, but nobody ever said it to my face. Those words, you are unstable, made me plant my feet on solid ground and say, you know what? I'm going to change that. And I did. And I had another chance. And I have been working my butt off to live this second part of my life in nothing but love and positivity, y'all. Hence the reason for these podcasts, which was part of my healing journey. I don't listen to my podcast. I think I listened to one podcast and I was impressed. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was impressed. But if I go back and listen to some of the first ones, I bet you I'm screaming out for help and love and, and encouragement. And don't get me wrong, my husband gives me all that. God knew what he was doing when he gave me this man. And I have friends who breathe life into me in this umpteenth chance. So I give it back now, tenfold. I think of the people around me now, tenfold. I'm a an annual giver to St. Jude's, and I run for St. Jude's. So, you know, I'm going to give you guys my, my hashtag or whatever it is pretty soon, and 
you know, I pray that some of y'all, you know, give a donation to St. Jude and, and find something charitable that you believe in. I love St. Jude because all that money goes to helping those children, all of it, all of it. You know, it, it's not, to me, there was a cancer. I'm not going to say which one I used to give to. And the higher-ups are living large. They're living in mansions and stuff, and and you're still paying money. And if you don't have enough money, you you can't do this and you can't do that. And it, it, it's hurting people, but they're getting billions of dollars. But St. Jude, families don't pay a dollar, not a nickel. To help save their kids' lives. How could I not get behind that? And last year was my first year. And I think I've said this before. I'm just proud. It was my first year. I was the number one. And we're talking teams. People do, you know, they, they create teams. And everybody on the team, you know, asks for donations. I didn't have a team. It was just me. And for the longest, I was the number one. Uh, I, I got the most donations. But at the very end, two teams came out ahead of me. So I was the third overall with donations, but I was all by myself. It just shows, you know, people genuinely care. And it, it was just beautiful, but I, I digress. I got off topic a little bit. No, I didn't because it's my chance. I used to do this. You know, I used to help the homeless. I used to feed the homeless. I used to give put stuff in my car when I seen a homeless person, I'd, I'd give them stuff. I used to give money to people on the corners. I stopped that when I seen a couple of specials about that. Um, I stopped that, but if somebody is on the corner, if I see them in front of a store and they're begging, hey, you hungry? I'll go buy you some food. If they turn that down, you good. You want some water? You want something to drink? They turn that down too. Oh, you're really good. Because that's what my money's supposed to be going towards, right? But if I can't feed you or and, and get you something to drink and put a couple snacks on you, then you don't need my money. But I used to do all those things. Now I am committed to doing something full time in my auntie's chance. So I said all that to say, you guys, you know, if you're in a rut right now, don't stay stuck there. You have people against you, family, friends, whatever, and they're trying to pigeonhole you and hold you into something you used to do or you did years ago. Release. Release. Get your second chance. Get your third chance. Get your 20th chance. It doesn't matter. Get it. Run and get it quickly. And if you have to block people, remember my funeral for the living? I killed off so many people during that time so I could heal. And once I healed, I Lazarus them. <laughs> if you don't know who Lazarus is, pull out your Bible and look up Lazarus. But I had to start bringing some of those people back into my life because now I know your position and you can't harm me. You can't. You're trying to hold me in my pack is your issue. Even the ones lying. You know, I, I think I've told you guys, I people with my family still think I've been on drugs. I used to be on drugs. I am on drugs, whatever. I've never done drugs. Ever. Never was an alcoholic. Ever. I have been sick from drinking maybe four to five times my entire life. I have drank hard alcohol 
uh, well, I can't count that, but I am a wine or beer drinker. Wine or beer, maybe twice a month. One glass, one beer. I've been a beer drinker since I was 17 when I shouldn't have been drinking. But even then, okay, I drank a 40 ounce. I would get sick and throw up. But still, that's the harshest I've ever done. But to this day, there are people in my family who believe otherwise. And that's their issue. That's their issue. God gave me a whole new family. A whole new family. You know, I, uh, I'm going to move away from that because this is about you. And I really feel like a couple of you need a second beginning. So go ahead. Go get it. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty. Go ahead and have your funeral for the living. If you want to later on, have your Lazarus rising. If you need to get off of social media for a while to do so, do it. Do it. There are people on social media who um, every day they post five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven posts from sunup to sundown. They're posting, and I used to think, man, what a miserable life they must be living off of social media. You know, they're trying to show their best life, but they are recording it all. But then today, when I heard my Bible thing, I thought, you know what? This is probably their second chance, third, fourth, fifth chance, or they really are enjoying their life and they want to share it with everybody in the world. You never know. My assumptions are silly. People assuming is crazy <laughs> about other people's lives. We got to stop doing that as well. Now, sometimes I like to use my imagination and you know, if you see a couple or something, I imagine their whole life, what they're going through, whatever. That's just me being an, a writer. But, you know, go ahead, y'all. Get your seconds, your thirds, your fifths, your fiftieths, your hundreds. It don't matter. Go get it and live it to the best of your ability. All right. This is your girl, Sonya McQueen. I'm going to get off of this. Um, you know, you can find me at Sonya M at ledbymotivation.com that's Sonya with a Y S-O-N-Y-A-M at ledbymotivation.com you can also send us an email at ledbymotivation07 at gmail or you can check us out on the web ledbymotivation.com and have a good day on purpose <laughs>